0: Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffee of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube.
1: Welcome to episode 129 of another woodshop podcast where this week we are joined by a very special guest she has been breaking barriers and empowering women for over a decade she educates kids and adults of all ages she brings this new vibe to this old house the charming talented the wooden maven Char's here
0: the charming i love it <laughs> pete that was such a great intro dude you are a professional you're the hypest you of hype mist ever it's that pretty rises. amazing <laughs> uh like Pete just hyped up big time. Char with the Wooden Maven is here with us. We're very excited to have Char Woo! on. We met Char in April back in Austin. I want to say it was April back in Austin. It was April. Um, Voice of confidence. Uh, yeah, I was, a, <laughs> I, I was like 20, two out of ten on that confidence level for when <laughs> we actually met Char. But uh, we met Char back in, uh, in Austin back in April at the Rubio Monaco slash festival event. And Dan and Pete got to be on her team. I had to be on my team. It was pretty mm-hmm. I, I tried to fight with the lawyers, but they said no. You're on your team, dummy. And then they called me horrible Gotta names and patted him. me on the head. Yeah. No, uh, but we're excited to have Shar on the show. Shar. Yeah, then I lost. They sued me into oblivion, and now we're here doing a podcast to pay off my legal debts. No, uh, Shar, <laughs> thanks for coming on the show. Do you have anything to say before I say thank you to our patrons? First of all,
2: I want to Thank you guys for having me on the show tonight. And just to let mm. you know how amazing you are. You guys are freaking awesome. Thank you.
0: Well, there's no reason to come in here lying. Uh, makes everyone uncomfortable. No, keep lying. I haven't had a good <laughs> ego lying. boost in a while. No, thank you, Sharp, yeah, for coming to the show.
1: Mean. <laughs> I was going
3: to ask if somebody paid her no to No one, one paid that.
2: me. Yeah. That was
1: so,
3: for free. The next one uh,
2: I'll charge.
0: Yeah, Check first one's okay. looking's free, touching will cost you. Uh, the, uh, I wanted to say say a big thank you to our patrons. You guys are amazing. You guys help keep the show going. Uh, we got a new patron this week. That's Patrick Genzel. He is uh, a new member of the Meh Army. So big thanks to him. Um, we Magnificent. couldn't... Golf yeah, clap. thank you. Thank you for the golf clap, Dan. Uh, usually Pete joins you, so I was kind of waiting for him. There it is. There it is. Okay, thank you. I got you. Uh, so... As Pete said, as I said, we got Char joining us this week. We're gonna go into our like last week. Kind of we kind of swap, you know, switched it up a bit and did the show a little bit different to kind of do the maker uh, camp breakdown. But when we have guests on, we usually like to jump into like a grill session and really ask the hard hitting questions. Um, so I'm gonna throw it to Pete because we can't start any of our grill sessions without his. It's just it's it's the most important question that can be asked. A heavy so, hitting question. What's yeah, your the, favorite wood? <laughs>
1: yeah. Who the heck do you think you are? And how dare you? Uh, no, but who are you? Who who's the wooden maven? How did you're really you dropping the ball you? here, Pete? You are
0: like, who, who the <laughs>
1: hell? After that ten out of ten intro, <laughs> what? Well, the, I would love for you to share with everyone like who is the wooden maven, and tell us why you're so awesome because we know, but. Our audience might not. Well,
2: first of all, thank you for thinking that I am awesome. Um, I'm just a girl who loves power tools. You know? That's pretty dope. That's basically it. I just, I happen to be in a female form, but I like the same things that you guys like. Pretty much. Like, I probably have more tools than half of the guys listening right now. Ooh, flex. sick burn! And I and I know and I know how to use. Them, and I teach other people. Do you
0: have any medicated salve for that sick <laughs> burn? No, <laughs> that's, that's
2: in the first aid kit. Next to the tweezers for the, all the splinters I get.
3: Gotta, oh, you got me beat there. I don't have a first aid kit. Yeah, get Dan a first doesn't.
2: aid kit. Dan, have, you, have, you see, have you have <laughs> really? you seen the splinters I get? No, but but for real though, um, I'm just I'm just here like everybody else. You know, I found something that I love to do. Yep. It happens to yep. be working with wood. It happens to be yep. having a slight addiction to power tools, and I just I leaned into it. And gosh darn it, yeah. I am so happy that it worked out. I
0: yeah, I think I think it's oh, working out quite well for you. Well, I think a lot of people can relate to that. I mean, every, I mean, I, I'm fairly confident that the entire audience can relate to that. Addiction yeah. to power tools, loves woodworking. Really grateful that it worked out. So and, and right. teaching, yes,
2: you yeah, and love teaching. teaching.
0: Yeah, that's 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 your jam. That is my talk to us. That is that. my
2: jam, and that was completely accidental. There's a makerspace right outside of Atlanta called Decatur Makers, and I spent so much time at this makerspace because they had a cabinet table saw, saw stop. Not name dropping here. But I, I didn't own a table saw at the time. So I would go to this makerspace, use a table saw. I had this big project I was working on, a big commission. And the manager said, hey, would you be interested in teaching a class? And I'm like, I don't know enough to teach people how to use a table saw or anything else. But I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. And guys, let me tell you, the first night that I had that class, I cannot even put into words the feeling that I felt when i taught other people how to use those tools and i said oh my gosh i have found my calling and i said this is this is all i want to do with the rest of my life is teach people right
0: yeah it it's it's so cool like i'm terrible at teaching but when you when you teach someone something and then they really get it you're like that something special just happened right now like i just passed on knowledge to them it's just like they actually get it and now I just gave them some knowledge that they're going to have for the rest of their life. It's, it's pretty rad. I wish when I was able to that When you see that, it's better. like. Yeah, when it, it clicks. It's making a special exactly. With people. Yeah. And I
2: think, you know, a lot of people that signed up for the classes at first, you know, it was a lot of women. And they were like, okay, there's another woman teaching us, right? And I mean, in the yep. beginning, I was like, I don't know that I know enough. But I always knew that I knew more than they did. Right. Even though
0: Well, that's how wisdom works, right? You just have to contain knowledge that someone else doesn't have and ex- then share it. That's ex- teaching.
2: Exactly. And teach it and teach it with uh confidence and teach it with compassion. And I all the people who take my class, they all whether it's online or in person, will always say, This is what you were born to do. And I said, I, awesome. I I know that. So the teaching started. And I was like, okay.
0: I only hear that when I drink bourbon.
2: (laughs) I I get that. I I get that, Mike. (laughs) And then, like, some months later, someone's like, oh, some Girl Scouts, they need to earn their woodworking badge. Would you be interested in teaching some kids? And I'm like, I don't know. I want nobody to cut their finger off. Kids are so dumb. Oh my gosh, oh. Mike! That's what you're oh, right? No, there, no. I, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. The girl.
0: I had the quote in the front girl of me.
2: The Girl Scout cookies are the bomb, right?
0: Uh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so me, she got me those right? Right? butter patties, and uh, oh, you, yeah, you know it, Dan.
2: Yeah. Uh, so when yeah. I
0: take payment, in Look when I, I taught kids, <laughs> this guy patties. Oh my
2: god! You guys are you guys. Are like, <laughs> when I when I talk kids, I said did my love of teaching just fall like 20 steps deeper? And it did. And i just cool. like, I yeah, like yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I'm in my thirties. Mm-hmm. I have worked in corporate America for like 15 years. And by this time I've got four kids and I'm just like, I, I, I can't believe all of this is unfolding. Right. And I'm like, I.
1: You never know you, when it's going to happen. You never
2: know. You know, you could be old as yeah. hell and still like, Find your find your passion in life, right?
3: There's still Dan, a chance for
2: me, Dan. There is still hope for people like you. Oh, there's. I <laughs> I'm going to use that every episode. Dan, I, Dan, like I believe. I believe in you. We're going to have to save that. I believe. Audio right there. I believe in you like no other. So, um, I started teaching kids, and I'm just like, I can't believe I'm having this experience in life, like this type of joy. And this type of passion is a, th- is a thing that every single person on earth hopes for, that they can find the one thing that they are passionate about, the one thing that they want to do for the rest of their lives. And I am blessed enough to have found that. So I'm like, I'm just going to dive in. That's, That's awesome.
1: awesome. So when did you start woodworking, would you say? When did you start going to the All right. Makerspace?
2: So I started going to the makerspace about five years ago. And I, I, I joined for one reason and one reason only, because they had that table saw. And
3: five years ago that's that was 2017.
2: 2017. You're, You're right. Great math, math yeah. Guy. Um I suck at math. So I joined the makers
3: I'm the math I, guy, don't even <laughs> Thank worry about goodness. It. I, I need
2: you. to know someone who's good at it because I'm not. So that's why I have so much scrap wood because I screw up all my cuts. So I <laughs> that's, that's good that. So, So I joined this, I joined the makerspace because they had a table saw and I just could not imagine like telling my husband, Hey, yeah, I'm going to spend four grand and I need to like take up this whole middle section of the garage with the table saw. Right. So I joined the, I joined the makerspace and I'm using the table saw all the time. And I mean, of course I have a table saw now, but I joined for the table saw and I stay for the community because those are some of like my best friends, the people at the makerspace. We speak the we speak That's the awesome. same That's language, awesome. you know.
0: That,
3: that speaks volumes about how great the community is. Not even not even just like on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, but locally,
0: maker community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, everyone wants everyone to learn
2: exactly, and it's so cool because everybody leaves their egos at the door, right? We have surgeons, we have doctors, we have attorneys, we have professors, we have so many different types of people there but nobody walks in saying I'm this and I know this everyone's just like I'm a maker what do you need help with
0: that's so cool yeah I mean it is it is the uh a lot of these things like when people I mean it's not just woodworking but since we're talking woodworking it's the great equalizer like with this knowledge we're all trying to seek and get better at it it makes us it brings us all together and hopefully, it will equalize everyone and put everyone on the same footing in terms of wanting to learn about it and get better at it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really cool. Uh, it's just an amazing the equalizer.
3: Thing. That's a, that's a great Tom, Tom Hanks movie. That's Denzel Washington. Yeah,
2: nope. <laughs> oh oh is my that Denzel? gosh. <laughs> what is going
1: uh, on? a mist
3: Dan. What is
2: happening right now? But,
1: I don't know. Like, that really, you talking about it makes me remember of like when I would teach at the woodworking school. And it was, it is that feeling of like seeing someone for the first time, like, be exposed to it. And like, you see them falling in love with it and getting it. And you're like, whoa, you would have never been exposed to this on your own. Like, someone got you this class or you signed up with a husband or wife or whoever. And like, and then when I taught kids too, like, certain kids were just like, "Eh, whatever. But certain kids were just like, Oh, you're going to be doing this for the right. rest of your life. This is your thing now. Like you, you, you just
2: got you get it. it. And didn't that so, make you feel amazing yeah. that you were there to witness oh, that? I, I loved it.
1: working at that school. Made me want to open up my own makerspace one day. He-
0: I mean, I remember you talking about trying to possibly take that over and and that becoming that was your thing. I mean, a
1: real consideration of us, like maybe possibly buying in on that and slowly and paying it off to own it. And burned uh, down. Well, it ended up burning down after, uh, unfortunately, uh, after I after stopped it teaching was there
0: already. After oh, well, no, it was purposely
1: set on fire. No, I'm Pete. Sure. <laughs> it was unfortunately run by someone who was a great business owner, but wasn't passionate about the woodworking oh. and the tools and education. Um, And they're great, but, like, just, it wasn't there. The tools started getting, you know, whatever. But, anyways.
2: well, Well, Pete it's never too late. Like as an almost 50 year old woman, I mean, it's never too late to start, you know, something new.
0: I think your math's almost 50. Your math is way off. No way. Dan is not almost 50 or a woman. I assume you're talking about Dan. What <laughs> We're talking
2: about Dan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, okay. women age better than men. So there's that part.
0: It, 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 it It's so true though. It, it's
1: never late enough in life. And no matter what track you're on, um, you can step away and find a new passion. For sure, not enough of us find a passion. Too many of us work a job. I
2: know. I'm done with the work a job mess. I did that for way too long, and yeah. I was I was just every day plotting how I could get out of it. And if you ask the question later, I'll tell you how I got out of it.
1: Oh, okay. hey, Shar. So
2: next question: How did you get out of corporate Well, America? funny, funny story. <laughs> Smooth,
1: funny, funny story,
2: guys. Um. So I first started this whole thing in, I don't know, it was about 2003, right? And um, I was trying to figure out, once I I found out, I was like, oh my gosh, like I can make stuff. It's just so cool. Like I can just take some pieces of wood and put it together and make cool stuff. I mean, actually it was awful stuff at the beginning, but I was just thinking, I I didn't know any other woodworkers. There was no Instagram. Uh, I think there was Facebook. There was still MySpace. That's how old I am. Um, and I'm just we all know, right? space was a lick, and I'm thinking
0: is that, that, uh, that our, was Tom. That yes, Tom? yes, that we were yes. yeah. Tom. Tom
2: was my first <laughs> friend, Tom. and I kept having
3: who was in your top this, eight? It was
2: not us. Yeah, I wish I knew <laughs> you guys back then, Um, or any of the woodworkers <laughs> that we mm, we weren't
1: this cool. Really, I could. doubt
2: it. Um, no. so I, I at all clean shape. I can't more. even imagine because I <laughs> only talk to people with beards. So I I kept thinking, you know, same. (laughs) How do I quit my job and just make sawdust all day? And against like all medical odds, poisoned the boss. Point that was uh, option A was poison the boss. Option A, um, like I had already had two kids, and I'm like, okay, well, like. Like, medically, I can't have any more kids. And, like, magically, I got pregnant. And it was twins. And I was like, oh, whoa. How does this happen? (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) (laughs) gosh. Like, am I even equipped? Am I qualified to take care of four kids? And it's a lot. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, I have these twins. They're amazing, by the way. And I went back to work for a little bit. And then after, like, five months... My new boss who took my job, I'm not bitter about that at all. And also asked me to move (laughs) out of my corner office, not bitter about that at all. And I said, you know what? I remember you yeah, talking about that. Was topic. I? I don't remember anything I said to you in Austin. Oh, I, I so, remember
0: yeah. you talking about that too. Really? Yeah, I remember yeah. talking about at the the second night in the in the in the uh at, right? The second night in that bar?
3: Yeah. She was you talking about me? her corner office. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm so box. sorry.
2: That night was a blur. It was a blur. No, no, no. It's no, all, it's I all remember, good. It's all good. That's why we're all there to learn. About I each remember other. none of that. So anyway, I left my job after five <laughs> months. And I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm gonna try this stay-at-home mom thing. And I am not a stay-at-home mom type. I am a hustler. Me either. I, you, you know what? I Bird. was going to ask you about that, Mike, but I wasn't sure. I didn't want to offend you. you. Well, Mike
3: gives off he stay-at-home does. mom vibes,
2: though. But I, yeah. I know, I know how involved he is. But I didn't want to say that, so I didn't. I, I didn't. I don't like the stereotype.
3: <laughs> He's in all the mom. I did not. I
1: desperate housewives.
2: Of <laughs> I didn't want to stereotype Mike like people stereotype me. Thank so you, you know. so i did end up leaving my job after five months and i was just like okay i'm gonna try the stay at home mom thing and i'm like okay y'all don't talk or what's happening here so anyway the twins were my ticket out of corporate america so after about a year i'm like okay i need to build something i need to make something and i got back off in the shop someone way younger than me told me about instagram i'm like instagram sounds so stupid you mean you post pictures and you wait for people to like them? Same. I'm like, what? I'm like, <laughs> that was all oh, hold up, yeah.
3: time out, back up. Do you remember when Instagram was pictures? Yes.
2: <gasps> yeah. Whoa, this took me way back to the past, Dan. Yeah. Right. Yep.
0: Okay, Grandpa Dan. It took
2: me way back. So I'm just like, <laughs> like that was it, a thing. It was so dumb, and I'm like, I re-
3: <laughs> I remember when Instagram was iPhone only, and they finally introduced it to Android, <laughs> and I was so happy because back then I was a pleb oh. and I had Android.
1: Actually, someone someone told me yesterday I was on uh, a live, and they're like, "You were doing reels before, like reels were a thing." I was like, "What are you talking about?" Apparently, Instagram took the old videos we used to make when we first started, and they're reels now. Huh? It's kind of bonkers. Yeah, it's so weird. But anyway,
0: weird
2: Anyways, I, I, sharp, My story super boring. Um, no, it's not. So it not. It is not. This is what, you. You got I, out. I, yes, the dream. I, I. I got out. I. The, 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 and you, you, the, the men listening to the show can't get pregnant. But they can make somebody pregnant. <laughs> but if you guys want Some to talk can. about how to get pregnant with twins, that's a whole other show. I'm also on OnlyFans for anybody that's listening. I'm feel-
0: not- <laughs> so it's Dan, OnlyDans. OnlyDans. <laughs> yeah. Mike is actually on OnlyFans with no posts. No, I'm not. It's a pyramid Coffee game. Custom Builds. Is, <laughs> yeah, it's a pyramid Only scheme. Coffee Custom Builds. <laughs> Coffee it's OnlyFans.com forward slash Coffee Custom Builds. Go there for all your solid <laughs> picks. Uh, i yeah i
2: i can't get on OnlyFans because i teach kids so that would that would mess up that would mess up the whole like mom vibe that i got going on um yeah yeah, i get pretty raunchy after dark but anyway we'll leave that for another (laughs) that's why we (laughs) record exactly um with jamaican rum but anyway um so yeah i joined instagram and Then I found out there was a whole community of makers. And I'm like, what? There's other women who cut stuff? And then I found out about Workbench Conference. And I said, oh, my gosh. There is a whole weekend of woodworking and wood. Right in your own backyard. I know. And I was like, I was blown away. And I'm thinking, so let me get this straight. Someone wants to talk about wood and screws all weekend because when I talk to my husband about it, he (laughs) falls asleep. (laughs)
0: He flies like, like, <laughs> last, last time we talked about that we had I, twins.
2: Exactly. I'm like <laughs> he totally, he totally falls asleep. So I went to this conference. I know maybe two or three people, right? And I'm like, what am I doing here? Cause there's like three other black people here. But I did meet a couple of people and I'm like, okay, well, these are my people, so I gotta get to know them. And by 2020, I don't know. Within months, I'm getting paid to do brand partnerships and I'm getting a fifteen thousand dollar CNC machine shipped to my house in twenty three boxes. Not that I was Hmm. counting, but weird flex. (laughs) But it but Instagram and Workbench Conference, I would say were very instrumental to like who I am today. For sure.
0: Yeah, I think that's accurate. For me as well. I think I'd agree with that statement.
2: When did you get on Insta, Mike?
0: It uh, I think it would be... Man, I really need to look. I would guess, I guess it would be 2019. So I, I think it would it'd be 2019. I would agree I, with that, actually. Yeah, I think it's 2019. I would say like yeah. spring of 2019 is when I got on there. So I was on it a it,
1: few years before that, but the woodworking page... Was just like me, I'm like I can't annoy my friends and family with woodworking stuff anymore. So in 2018, I made the page.
2: So. Yeah,
3: I've been on Instagram since probably 2015, oh, wow. but I yeah. started my woodworking page in 2017.
2: Yeah, so we're all around wow. the same time. Wow. Well, you guys have yeah. done like an incredible job with your Instagram pages and your networks, and mm. I'm proud of you guys.
0: Thank you. Well, thank it's you. nice to have someone be proud. So yeah. that's cool, right? Yeah. yeah. It's- <laughs> hey, but look. Let's let's actually get on a format here and let's talk about, we we didn't actually prime you for this, Char, but we're now that we've done a little grilling, we're going to get into more of it, but we're going to talk. We have a little segment we call What's on My Bench. We talk about what we got going on in our shop right now. We jump into it right after this. What's on my bench? That's Dan singing What's on My Bench. Uh, we have a little jingle there. Oh my god! It's pretty much gold. Um, so, Char, we're going to throw to you. I don't he know, is. If you know this. He's the singer guy and the math guy. <laughs> like He's the, the jingle guy.
3: guy. The jin- I like to be called the jingle man. Jingle man.
2: Oh, that could <laughs> take man. so That's many terrible. different, like, <laughs> turns. Yeah,
3: yeah. But
0: all the meanings. He's better than jingle boy. Jingle boy? <laughs> what the heck? Um, all right. So, Char, what is on your bench. What are you working on? What
2: like? is on my bench? Okay, this is super secret, so don't tell anybody.
0: Ooh. All right. No one listens okay. to this, oh, it's fine. No, so it's Okay, Yeah, nobody listens. It's fine.
2: The magic of television, everything doesn't happen on TV. I don't know if anybody knew that, but everything doesn't happen on television. So, I am... I was on an episode of This Old House, and I'm building... I built, quotation fingers a lending library for the family with their daughter. And on TV, it had to go really fast. And we were just like, okay, drill two holes, put it on the post, you put the doors on, bam, bam. Although, like, some of the s-
3: – What is – before before you continue, what is a lending library? Is that one of those little libraries out on yes, the like, – Yes,
2: yes, yes. Yeah, so exactly. anybody in the neighborhood nice. can come drop off books. <clears throat> they can come pick up books at their leisure there are some there are some things that I still need to finish on set library um, to make it complete. So I will be picking up the library from the homeowner's Maniana manana and completing that. So that
0: That's that is tomorrow. tomorrow.
2: Say habla espanol, Dan. Bravo. Yeah. Donde está
0: la biblioteca?
2: Yes, all for you. Bilingual. <laughs> Don't do Oh my bandana. gosh! This is, oh, I love the way this <laughs> podcast is my turning hands? out.
0: Hi, Dios mio, oh.
3: Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I know some of those words. Are <laughs> those are words I've uh, heard.
2: So <laughs> I will be, I will be working, I will be working on that for the next week or so, putting the finishing touches on that. That's cool.
3: That's awesome. awesome. Yeah,
0: that you got anything cool. else? I'm sure I do. If you don't, that's fun You mean, the, twi- you mean you the 28
2: pending projects that I have? Um,
0: yeah, go with yeah, so, deep. Learn so in the paint.
2: My, my son wants a loft bed, and a bed was actually the first thing I ever built. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Um, so my son wants a loft bed, so I need <laughs> to build that. My twins need bunk beds. Remember the twins? Wink, wink. The reason why I'm here today. Um, so they need bunk beds, So I will be building that. I have stopped taking commissions for many reasons. Um Yeah, so those are the those are the latest projects. I'm hoping to like not do any actual work for the rest of the year.
0: But you'll That's be busy. A good goal. Be <laughs> because
2: the past like couple months, I don't know if you've like scrolled through my Instagram, have been pretty busy with lots of cameras in my face. Yeah. Yeah.
3: After what's on our bench, I want to circle back to that. We kind of glossed over the fact that you've been on the
1: TV. Yeah. Yeah, where's your verified You're Kind of marks? a TV person. Yeah.
2: Which is which is weird to me because I I'm sure I I share the same sentiment with so many people. Like I don't like watching myself on television. I don't like the sound of my own voice. But it's sort of like that Beyoncé Sasha Fierce thing. <sighs> Like you just turn into a different person when the cameras come on, mm-hmm. I, you, you turn, turn it, on. it on. I love, love woodworking and I love power tools and I love teaching people. So when all of those three things come together, I forget that the cameras are there. And I'm like, I am here to show up for somebody, whether that's another woman, whether that's a mother, whether that's a girl. Whether that's a person of color, like I am here to show up for you. Like let's move beyond DIY. Let's talk about real woodworking. Let's talk about squaring lumber. Let's talk about hand planes. Let's talk about doing something other than basic pine and poplar. Let's go to the lumber yard. Let's get some wall you know, oh, I'm girl. like, I am I'm getting excited. I'm like, I am I am,
3: <laughs> I, I, am
2: I am I am there for that. So it, passion. it is. It is so, and it's, I don't know if it's weird. I, I'm trying to figure out where it came from. I don't know. Some days I just don't question it. But it started in 2017 when I did um, like a little clip for PBS. They had a show called Making It. This was Making It before um, Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler had their show. And, you know, I'm still making stuff on the Cricut and I'm still buying stuff from the big box stores. And then a couple years later, um, let's see, what was the next big thing I did? I did um, Restoration Road with Clint Harp, which is airing on Discovery Plus and Magnolia, season one, episode 10. And the premise of the uh, Restoration Road is about restoring old homes. So in this particular episode, uh, Clint Harp is from Georgia, by the way. There was um, a cabin that was about 150 years old. That this family wanted to transport to Dublin, mm-hmm. Georgia. Dublin is probably I don't know a couple hundred miles outside of Atlanta. So there's a company. It's that it's close, not to close to Ireland. Sorry.
1: It's the okay. U.S. one. Maps, yeah.
2: Google, Maps Google, <laughs> Google Maps. Uh, so Clint's like, okay, Georgia's my hometown. I found a local woodworker. Let's do something fun mm-hmm. together. So he took the floor joist out of this cabin. This was like heart pine that was like 500 years old. And he ships it to me, right? And he says, we're going to make these massive candlestick holders for the family. We're going to make three because they have three sons. I'm like, okay, bet. Perfect. Let's do it. So Clint and I, we have a Zoom call. I'm like, oh my gosh, Clint, you're so awesome. And he ships me these things. So on a Sunday morning... The production crew shows up at my house. I'm inside, you know, I'm like low-key panicking or trying to put on my makeup and everything else. Because, you know, when you're a female woodworker, it's not good enough to be skilled. You also have to be pretty, FYI. Uh, it sucks. Dan I know, because I see like the... <laughs> I see problem. the prep that you guys do. You guys have all your hair done. You guys comb your beards. It's a lot.
0: I combed the pizza out of my beard or my beard. <laughs> I don't. I showered. I don't wake up I, like this, Shar.
2: I can tell work. you look amazing, Dan. Freaking amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, that's all you I want, guys, You got, I mean, I'm just like.
0: I just listeners. I hope you can hear the sarcasm.
2: You, I mean, I, I wake up. <laughs> it's drenched. I immediately go to your Instagram feed. I'm like, oh my gosh, these guys are so hot. How do they do it? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted to do.
0: Oh my god. She's the sarcasm game is uh is strong over here, Shard. I, uh, I can uh <laughs> I can put the podcast <laughs> now I'm over. just like, da- "Oh no, Shard, Dan's taking it for reals." Oh I'm no. Like, why, are guys, why are these guys
2: talking about woodworking when they should be like modeling?
0: Yeah, we should be selling really tight, low-cut jeans. Exactly. Obviously.
2: So, <laughs> so the production crew—they're texting me. They're
0: look at these oh, cheeks. Oh
2: my god! I need
0: a little shot. <laughs> no, like, uh, the,
2: no, of uh, the tenon. The,
0: the tenon, yeah, the, the shoulders cheeks.
2: Shoulders and it oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. No, no, no. This tenon is talk.
0: tenon talk. This with is Dieter a woodworking. Park.
2: I forgot woodworking. Okay, so the, the production crew, the the crew, they're texting me like, "Shar." do you have a larger lathe? Because I have a Rikon mini lathe. And I'm like, no, why? And they're like, the, the floor joists that we took, they're, I mean, they're really long. And I'm like, I thought we were going to cut them down. So everyone's like, Home Depot, Lowe's, everywhere looking for a larger lathe, right? They don't,
3: they don't have lathes? You're not going to get one of those. <laughs> this is
2: this is Depot. Sunday morning, you guys. <laughs> nine eight,
0: Just a drill. 9
2: a.m. And I'm just like, we've come this far. They're like, Clint is going to <clears> be here in an hour and i'm like i can't believe i'm about to blow this opportunity right so someone finds the lathe at harbor freight no one said anything no one yeah, said anything no boy. one say anything about harbor freight okay so they send a production assistant we call it a pa in the tv world they send a pa yeah. to to harbor freight who gets this this lathe and then everybody comes back in there it's like five guys trying to put it together before clint gets there they get it together just before he gets to my house right He's like, hey, Char, you know, we're best friends by now, right? Um, so we start, t- this is 500-year-old Wood, so I cannot screw this up, right? There is no, like, let's run and buy more. So we're turning these we're turning these candlestick holders on the lathe. Anyway, it was just an amazing experience just to spend time with him. He's he's a great guy. So that was, like, the first big thing. And then there was, like, something else on CNN, and there are a couple. Hold on, went- hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, you yeah, yeah, you yeah. Turn? yeah. we got it turned. You watched
0: I'm, I'm sorry, i like, like, so like,
2: let's get to the good part. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we're turning these legs. Of course, I mean, it's, I don't know, five or 10 minutes on the episode, but they were at my house for like five or six <laughs> hours, right? So we're, we, he and I are both, we're turning. I've got my wood gouges there. We're turning. We're talking about our kids. We're talking about visiting the aquarium. He's, a, he's just a genuine, great guy. Um, so anyway, you can watch the episode and you can see the candle, the candlestick 100%. holders and you can see he and I, you know, turning together and see what we,
0: Pete, can you get that in the notes? I'm going to get it in the notes. See cool, what, thanks.
3: were you, uh, were you turning ghost style or what <laughs> were, you, were you, were you showing him no, no, him
2: no, no, like no, we, we <laughs> both had gouges and we were turning together. And I had only turned a little bit um, at that point in my life. This was a couple of years ago. So he was teaching me. I mean, he's really good on the lathe. Like he's a boss. So he was showing me a couple of tips and tricks. So anyway, that was like the first thing. Um, you know, I did some stuff with. That was a we. Oh, gosh. I, I can't say anything bad on this podcast, but. Um, yeah, you can. I'll, I'll just, I'll just say, okay, we okay it. We do all just, the time. Listen, Were they challenging to work with? Listen, yeah, just say code words, listen, like challenging. I'll just or... say this. At, at that point in my career, I was very green to things. And that's why it's so important for us to talk to each other. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. don't talk about, they don't want to talk about money because some people are very guarded. I don't want anybody to know how much money I make or what deals I have. No, you're wrong. You have to.
0: It makes it harder for does. everyone else. And it makes it easier for it, the brands. It makes
2: it so easy for the brands. And I am not trying to throw Dickies or any other brand under the bus. But I have to say this because I feel like it'll help somebody who is up and coming. And they're like, oh, I want to be want to be an influencer. I want to work with this brand. I want to do the. Oh, that looks so. Oh, your life looks so cool. No. I had to go through a lot of shit first for my, before my life was actually cool. So I'm sorry, I'm not throwing you under the bus, but this has to be, I am not throwing (laughs) you under the bus, but this has to be said. They were running this campaign about telling maker stories, right? And for some reason they thought Mines was interesting. They thought like barefoot and pregnant in Wood was interesting, right? So I'm like, okay, yeah, no problem. So they, they're like, okay, we, you know, we'll, sit, we'll fit you for some clothes. We'll have a couple people come over. We'll have the photographer sca- come scout your house. This was in 2020. This was September. Remember, there was no vaccine. Everybody had COVID, right? Most people had COVID. So I'm like, yeah, sure. I have no problem telling my story. Hey, yeah, I get it. It's my life. To everybody else, it may be a little interesting. You know, I'm from Compton, right? And I end up being like on TV as a woodworker. I know that sounds super far-fetched for some people, but I'm like, whatever, it's my life. So they show up at my house, September 2020, 20 people, okay? 20 people, photographers, videographers, stylists, production crew, directors. And it's supposed to be a photo shoot, and it's supposed to be an interview about how I got to where I am. I said, okay, fine. Let's, let's do it. <clears throat> about halfway through the shoot, the camera started to get a lot closer on the logo of what I was wearing. And at that point, I realized that this was not about me, that this was a photo shoot for their company. So I pulled my contact to the side and let me tell you something about speaking to people and a uh, neuroling neurolinguistic, i had a couple of drinks excuse me neurolinguistic <laughs> programming is reading people's body language and respecting them so if you're black you're already angry right so i can't stand eye to eye with this guy so i sit down he's standing up i speak to him very calmly and i say this is not what we agreed on. This was supposed to be me telling my story, not a photo shoot for you. Everybody else here is getting paid except for me. He was, he apologized. It's exploitation. It is. He apologized profusely. I went on with it.
0: And and here's, the, here's another thing that's really important about this, not just that situation with you specifically, but there's like a lot of, right now the algorithm is favoring a lot of people and there's a lot of people who are finding themselves with very large accounts um very quickly and they do not know how to work with brands and they're giving everything away and what it does is it deval- it's it's the same thing as in woodworking or any trade it doesn't matter mm-hmm. when there's someone who will do it much cheaper it devalues the entire marketplace exactly. And uh, it it hurts it hurts everyone. So the conversation needs to be had. Like no one needs to be like, "Hey, I made I made one hundred eighty thousand last year or whatever." No one needs to do that. That's that's just being a dick. But but the conversation about, "Hey, how much do I charge per job? Or how much does um a piece of content? How much do I charge for that?" That conversation yeah. needs to be had. And that, there needs to be uh, ubiquity across the field, not just in woodworking, but in content. We all need to be on the same a similar yep. page. And there is a certain group of uh content creators in this realm who just won't talk about that stuff and some of them have been doing it longer than others and i think they have a a reputation for not sharing that information um but then there's a a a newer generation that's been in here longer than any of us have uh but that generation um is very open about what they're charging for content and they're and those those are the people that are really really um what's up dan sorry
3: it's almost like there needs to be like a content creators. It's
0: a union. union. Well, it's it's yeah. us creating our version of that. So when, when these brands see people that will give it away, they will take advantage of it. The bottom line is if you have a following, you have... Um, you have some power in your hand, and you need to learn how to take advantage of that. Not take advantage of that. You need to learn how to harness that in a leverage way that's positive. That. How to leverage that's that. great. Thank you. Leverage. You need to learn how to leverage that in a way that's uh, good for you, first of all, and um, you know, then the brand second of all because they're your customer. Yes. So, uh, but and sharp sharp's point is very important. It's very important that um if. If if you if unchecked, the brands will take advantage of we'll people. Take advantage. They will. Yeah. yeah. So
1: and, and and then when you're starting out, it's very easy to say yes for the right. Item. And yeah. as you're growing, sometimes you're just really excited and you're saying yes for the item. And don't do that. Sometimes the item is just really not worth it for what the value could be. The
3: problem also, is they don't
0: know their value.
1: Yeah.
3: So and that's why if, the conversation if, needs to
0: be had. It's on the people who do know to help them and tell them. And
3: here's a the lot thing, of times. If, a lot of times these brands are asking you to do things and you can't do it without the item. Yep. So the item isn't part of yeah, the deal. Yeah, that's not payment. It's a tool that you need. Yeah. And that you is something need very important thing to remember. To do the
0: thing to do the content that they need. So them giving you the thing isn't payment. Yeah. Payment is payment. The now. thing yeah. is it's needed to do the right, payment. Right, but for so, the,
2: the people anyway. starting out, getting something tangible for free is a win. Because you d- yeah. you don't know what, what you what
1: don't know. These accounts, these big accounts, so, you know that are now big, but they they grew so quickly they didn't go, go through the stages of kind of figuring it out. They went from free stuff to now free stuff again, but now they're not seven k, they're hundred k, and that's the part where they're they're not making the money that right. they could be. And like to Mike's point, they're devaluing them, themselves. Also, I wanted to make the joke that we should start the union and call it WAG, the Woodworkers Actors Guild. No,
2: Pete. Okay, please, please, please start that. Numbers mean nothing to me, honestly. <laughs> they don't.
1: <laughs> and if anyone has questions about, like, hey, I'm thinking about reaching out to this brand or this or that, talk, message any one of us. We're, you know, we've all worked with brands in some way. Some of us more than others. Like Mike's the negotiator of the group. Like he's done this. Shar's been doing this for years. She's a great person to talk to, and I'm pretty sure she's willing to share information. So. Reach out to us if you ever have questions. Don't just blindly say yes to people because you can, you can get a lot more than you think. Don't devalue
0: yourself.
2: Please don't. That's it.
1: Thank don't, you for do it. TED
0: talk. don't do it. Don't talk. Uh, Char, do you have anything else on your bench that you want to talk about, or can we throw, throw it, it to repeat?
2: Pete? Oh, I'll be. Or do you want to throw, throw it to, to me, Mike? Go ahead. Go with your traffic.
0: Pete, what do you want? Well, Pete has to do notes, so I always hate when I throw them off. Pete, what do you, oh, no, you want to go your with... I'm
1: good. I literally just had like two things. This week was crazy and it flew by and I don't know where it went, but uh, it's actually been a busy Etsy week. I've been throwing up some extra uh, items on Etsy and working on more listings because I'm trying to get as many listings up as possible before the holidays. Uh, and I'm also working on a bunch of laser projects this weekend. I'll well, We have something happening, but uh, I'm going to try to get in a shop and start doing some laser and CNC stuff. <laughs> Uh, some prototypes to list before the holidays uh, in my shop because I want to really start pushing the laser now that it cuts so fast I want to get into some like blank and template work and some stuff that you know are craft items that people can get and it's ready to go and they just have to either paint it assemble it glue it whatever it might be uh, so I'm just trying to design a lot of stuff on that side. Aside from that we're doing uh, we're throwing a Halloween party this weekend very excited. So Thanks for the invite I, I you're not. Oh ouch sharp <laughs> Shara, I'll see you at 10. Um, <laughs> but we're doing a Halloween party, and what we're doing is uh from like four to six is gonna be pumpkin carving. So we're actually gonna have that some carving. And I'd like and some to be a part of that. I got the file from Brooke over at Maker's Workshop that are the the eyes ears, basically the Mr. Potato Head, but for pumpkins. So you cut them on a laser and then you assemble it and you can like stick it right oh into my the gosh, pumpkin. That's awesome. So you can have different noses, eyes, ears, and all that. So we're gonna do that for the smaller kids that can't really do carving. Uh, And then uh, the adults are going to get sauced up. That's You know, not sauced up. Sauced up? Oh, sauced up.
2: (laughs) No, blade paws. That sounds awesome, Pete. (laughs) I wish I'll be there.
1: Yeah, I honestly like one of the more exciting things about that laser. One of the most fun times I had in this shop so far was last holiday. uh, We had some friends come over and we were cutting ornaments like that was the event. We're just drinking wine and cutting ornaments and then making custom ornaments and whatnot together. And I was like, this is so much fun, but it's so slow. So now that I have the bigger laser, I can just fly through these cuts. So I'm, I, I'm excited to do events like that in the shop and just bring the community over. Um,
2: and then, sure. Uh, had was... her hand raised. Well, no, yeah. cause you Char said hand drinking hand. and cutting.
1: No, no, not like cutting table Oh, Okay. Laser. Laser. Hit laser. button and laser cuts <laughs> it. Yes. No. Yeah. No, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm very not, yeah, not pro that. Um, and then uh, the last thing is I, I moved uh, my buddy Jake's shop uh, last week. And I, I often forget how small of a space he was in. He was essentially in a like, I want to say it was maybe 10 by 10 space, not even because he couldn't even use all of it. It was the underneath the house and my hair was was touching the ceiling.
3: It's and you're 5'2". Like oh, my five gosh. Oh,
1: nice try, Dan. I'm the tallest one of the group. Um, <laughs> but it, it's, it was just the only space you had. And you really, you know, you work with what you have. And we moved him out of that into a one-car garage with 10-foot ceilings. And, like, he's just over the moon. He's so excited about it. I'm super stoked for
2: it.
3: Do you notice how Pete was, him. like, right on top of the height thing? Like, yeah, he's very you're proud s- of
2: it. Very You're proud a of good friend, Pete. <laughs> Everyone... Ladies and boys, everyone has to have something.
0: (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, so that's my thing. That's the one thing I'm proud of. You should be. And uh, that's it. It's been. It's just I've been helping him out. I stopped a couple times. I had a busy work week. My schedule's all over the place. I was working days, and now I'm working nights tomorrow and next week. So I'm kind of. I haven't really done a lot of projects. Uh, Mike, what about you? Well, uh,
0: Well, we delivered nap. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I'll go quick We delivered a bunch of uh, Well, I guess I did I delivered a bunch of White Oak stuff today A bunch of uh, Three tabletops A bunch of baseboard A bunch of trim And some rail caps today um, And then I went to A festival experience today Those are pretty fun uh, I went to one at Macbeth Where we all had Our first maker meetup. up <laughs> Yeah, that was nice We had a, we had that We did a Festival event there um, I've been Lucky enough to have Festival invite me To those things For a few of those <clears> now So those are a lot of fun Must be um, nice Gotten to uh, it is it's really nice, Pete. All I'll of us got out. You're I, tall. I go to festival events. It's fine. No, yeah, we all have our things, right? <laughs> yeah, we all got things. No, I uh, getting to know my local rep, which is cool. He likes. He says every time I meet him, he's like, "I love your Twitter page." <laughs> I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> I don't have a Twitter page. How old so, is he? A thousand. <laughs> he's he just basically yeah he's, yeah. he's yeah. I think he's he's great. I love him, Bob. I see great. you on the Facebooks. I love <laughs> yeah. your internet. Yeah, your internet presence is neato. No, he's super great. We always just nerd out on uh, tools and stuff. He's telling me about all the tools that are being discontinued. So I try to swoop them up as fast as I can. <laughs> but, um, anyway, did that today. Uh, we've got like a, a 200 tumbler job. We're just wrapped up yesterday. We've got uh, 150 shelves. We actually have to get done for room and board. Um, the guys, while I was gone today, the guys got a ton of stuff done. Those guys blow me away sometimes. <laughs> I left this morning at like 10, and I came back, and they had all the parts and pieces cut and put together and ready to go for us to do assembly and edge banding and spring, wow. which is nuts. So uh, they rocked today. They're amazing superstars. So uh, we got out all the first cookies for Room and Board. The sample cookie order got delivered today, so I'm expecting to hear back from them as to what finish they're going to want. Uh, on Monday, and then they're going to place the first PO for the big do Redwood you, cookie
3: orders. Do you have a do you have preference, a s- s- preference or do you do you have I any have, idea what they're going to choose? Or
0: do you? I have production say in it. Um, I did tell them what I don't want. Um, I did not want the film finish. It is going to be way too slow, and uh, the it was basically between. Have you have you guys used Osmo?
3: I have. Yeah, I've never
0: used Osmo. Uh, I used it for the first time on these cookies, and I've got to say, that is a pretty nice pretty nice finish. Um, it's a bit tedious, but it was really nice. But my favorite is actually Atomic, and it worked out really well. I did the uh, take it to 320, put on a liberal amount of Atomic oil, let it sit for eight hours, throw on some more, and then hit it with the mechanical buffer. And yeah, that stuff feels like that's glass. something you
3: hit you hit us with uh, last week. I don't yeah. remember if you brought it up in the show or if you we were just talking no, about it. Bring chat. it up, the man! Show. But it, the finish the on that, that is
0: nuts. The fact that you can
3: buff that mechanically and it becomes like a super solid, yeah. Finish it har- it emulsifies and away. hardens the
0: wax. I was it's not nuts.
1: expecting that because it's it's a it's a little more runny than like it's, it's very, very thin. Yeah, so the oil thin.
0: so the the oil is very thin. And it goes into the wood and penetrates really far. The wax that's left behind is is almost an automotive wax. It's very thick. It's almost carnauba. Food safe. Um, food safe. It has got FDA approval huh. on there, yeah. so it's food safe. Um, so cars are um, edible now, guys. Cars are edible. It's not a food. It's not a car wax. It's a car. It's a. It's like a car wax. It's got carnauba, uh in oh. there. So that's what really does it. So, um, anyways. Uh, we got those. Tw- we got the four shipped. They're delivered. We should have approval and everything figured out by like Monday. Um, so that's really exciting. I'm Congratulations, really about that. Mike. Um, also, yeah, that's going to be good. That first PO is going to be super high stress, but that's going to be absolutely our. Um, it's not going to be our biggest job we've had, but it's a job we're going to be doing every month for years. It's like we have your bread, that's awesome. It's going to be that's bread and butter for a long for time. So um, Mike yeah, doesn't eat bread or butter. Yeah, I don't eat either. I, I mostly if it's it's my lean protein and veggies. <laughs> so no, uh, we got um, but we got uh we got some really good progress on this big office space build out we're doing here in the Bay Area. That job is looking to turn out to be very cool. So um, we'll know more about that when I get back. Well, so I won't be here next week. Programming note: uh, we will have yeah, a surprise guest. <laughs> um, I'm doing it now. It's all good. I'm not going to be here next week. I am. Uh, I'm just going to be out of town. For a few days and then actually in three weeks i will be out of town for a full week and i can't say why they've asked that i don't say why so uh that makes things really difficult when you're a content creator but um they they have asked that i don't say anything i forgot to tell you guys about that uh only so seven days uh seven days yeah oh, okay i thought it was nine no, no, it, it's six days. I leave on Sunday to Germany and then I'm back on Saturday from Germany. So that's, that's I all said, I can that's say I said is nine. that I'm. <laughs> You're so stupid. It's such a subtle joke. <laughs> nobody got it. I didn't get it at all. I didn't get it. <laughs> You're so dumb. Yeah. So then I'll get back from Germany. I got I'm going to Germany for a week. So um, that's fun. Um, have you, anyone here had to get their passport in an urgent scenario before? Because that yeah. is really uh Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so I have to do an urgent travel um expedite you, know what's in Germany? you still haven't done it no no BMW. they won't let me. I have to wait till there's fourteen days so they can put me under the urgent travel expedite, so I have to call Monday then they're gonna tell me if I where I can go to an appointment. I may have to fly across the country to get oh the my support. gosh. So they have to find an appointment for me. The lady was like, look, very honestly, you should be able to go to San Francisco, which is like a two hour drive. I'm going to lose a day going to get the passport. But she's like, I'm going to tell you if they don't have appointments to hit your time window, you're going to have to go to another location somewhere else and get it. <laughs> so I may have to well, hop on a flight a visit. to another state. Yeah. Well, one? I don't know where it is. We'll see. Oh, yeah, uh, we'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. San Francisco can't do it, but the Bellevue Passport Bureau can do <laughs> it.
2: Um, next year, you're gonna, you, have you yeah, guys was, heard you have to get the real ID next year? It's like a new driver. You got, I got it already? It. Oh,
0: yeah. I got it. I, I got my real ID this year because it was time to re-up. And I got uh, TSA pre-check. pre-check. Yeah, that, is that is pre-check worth done. every penny you, it's only like i think it's like 60 bucks all in Pre, pre-check is incredible like for I how much traveling i'm doing i drive
1: down atlanta
2: yeah you should and get <laughs> yeah. uh, de- cool. a delta sky club membership too
0: you might
1: not need to drive we down might be there, doing though, a full so. week and hit up spots but yes i know i
0: i right. actually might do the same Sharp if you've been to Sister Luisa's Church of the Living Room and Ping Pong Emporium in Atlanta? What? What? <laughs> oh my god, sharp. You we went when I when we were, when we were at IWF. So fake. No, it's oh when we were god. at IWF. It's down off of uh, I just looked it up. It's off of off of Edgewood, uh, Edgewood Avenue in Atlanta. We <laughs> went there when we were at IWF. This place is called Sister Luisa's Church of the Living Room and, and Ping Pong Emporium. This is one of the coolest <laughs> bars I've ever been to in my life. There's this huge huge fat guy sitting on an old church organ playing the songs that you tell him to do carry. No to. way. It was what? incredible. How did I not shock. know about this There
3: was place. a guy live playing. I
0: sent organ. you the video, dude. I'll sure, I'll send you, you the video. It was amazing. I was there with the shaper people. I didn't know I was uh, supposed
1: to watch the video. I'm, oh
0: I'm my God. Still it was confused.
1: Why Dan's like, Oh, the fat guy playing the organ is what makes no, it for me.
0: No, Pete, <laughs> that's what makes it. The dude, was rock, like he's getting down playing any song it's so good any it's I'm so totally good i'm so totally going so wait. when for, you
2: guys come back to it no, we're Atlanta. going for workbench
0: con we're going yes. con, we're
2: where yeah. is take me with
0: we're all you i'm we're there all <laughs> regulators I'm, I'm so there <laughs> no you're going for sure
3: we're gonna do regulators oh. you better practice yep. <laughs> i'm
0: not but uh <laughs> all right <let's>, um uh, <laughs> let's get anyway through that uh question. yeah let's get, get giggity giggity uh yeah, so uh anyway, there's a lot of stuff going on i'll dan, go to dan sorry we're just super busy dan what you got
3: Um, we've been working on those doors. We delivered two more doors. So if you remember correctly, I'm doing like 12 doors for this client. So we're up to four doors delivered. And on top of that, we've been making cutting boards. I know it's like, oh, cutting boards. It's so simple. Everything is content. I did did two this week. We're we're coming up Mm -hmm. on cutting board season, which is the Christmas season. And people are starting to buy them. We've sold like five or six already. And it's just... It doesn't seem like it's going to slow down, so we've been just cranking them out. I have a ton, a ton of offcuts, so we're trying to monetize the offcuts as much as we can. Um, also, I dropped another YouTube video. Please go watch it. My kids need to eat. It's uh, it's basically it's it's a really simple video. It's just guilt-based a, content. A tenonine jig, you know, whatever works, right, Mike. Um, <laughs> It's a it's a tenoning jig that I incorporated the micro micro jig dovetail clamps into so it's it's a nice little video. We have fun making them. That's I put good. I put in my little personality so it's I I feel like it's fun content. Um that's it. That's it. My week's pretty pretty simple, pretty basic.
0: Nice. Well, let's uh let's jump into some questions. Let me pull up the app that allows me to play those. Uh the first question Is I hit the button again and hit the stupid app. I'm a bozo. The first question is from Thomas. He is our friend from across the pond. But I guess that's just Europe. So he's from France. Here's Thomas' question.
3: Hey, guys. It's Thomas here. And I have a question for Char. I'm not sure I said correctly, but it goes along with my accent, right? So, Char, I saw that you teach... Woodworking to kids, and I wonder what is the craziest or funniest thing a kid said or did during one of your classes. It could be from an adult too. Also, I'd like to do a project, project with my 3 years old girl, but honestly, I have no idea of an adequate project, especially because, just like her father, she has a clownfish attention span. So, any ideas? <laughs> merci, bisous,
0: bisous! did you get that i sharp? did his thick outrageous I, accent yeah i
2: did yeah. i spent I actually spent a lot of time in france um and i, <laughs> I studied french for five years actually um bonjour Amazing. Thomas. uh merci merci beaucoup <laughs> uh so i don't know if a funny thing that a kid A kid has said or done i feel like all the kids that come to me are super serious about
1: they do say the darnest thing
2: um about woodworking but i I remember one day i was i was teaching a bunch of kids we were in carpentry club and this 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 young girl walks up she's maybe like a ninth grader and she's like what are y'all doing I'm like, oh, you know, we're just we're just practicing on the drill. Oh, I never used a drill before. What's a drill do? And she's like, I mean, she'd never <laughs> seen a drill in her life. She's like completely oblivious. So I'm like, come over here, girl, come and use this drill. I'm like, put these glasses on. And she's like, what I gotta do? So she takes a drill and I'm showing her, you know, how to forward, which reverse. She goes, Oh my gosh, that was so cool. And it, I mean, it's it's hard to believe for us, like tools are just a thing, right? Like, we don't, we don't second guess them. Yep. We don't, we, that's all we know, right? And to know that there are still mm-hmm. young kids that have never had the opportunity to look at a drill or use a drill or know what to do with it or even know what it does, it still blows my mind. It's it is, almost. but she like yeah. jumped in and she was like, oh, that was fun. I'm like, this girl will never forget this experience right? Like she just stumbled upon Carpentry Club. That was a cool experience for me. Um, But as far as like projects for kids, like three-year-olds. So when my twins, my twins are now seven. When they were in like day school, they were like three or four and I was the classroom mom. And they said, uh, Char, can you do something with, can you do a Christmas project with the kids? And I said, yeah, we're going to make Christmas ornaments. I'll bring the drills in. You know, we'll make something. Everyone looked at me like I had a third eye. They said, "Why would you give a drill to a three-year-old?" And I'm like, "My kids know how to use a drill." Doesn't I? I mean, is that a <laughs> weird thing? And they were like, "Oh no, you, can, you can't give them any power tools." And I'm thinking like, okay. So, at the time, I was I was working at a high school um, doing their woodshot program. And by the end of the week, I had made a project with these kids. We made catapults. So I took some of the catapults from that program and I brought them to the kids at the school, right? And I'm like, okay, how do I bring this down like a step lower, right? How do I bring this down to like a three-year-old, four-year-old level? So I brought the catapults in. They were already built. We're putting various forms of rubber bands on them and we're launching marshmallows into each other's mouths. And the teacher gets involved, right? That was the best part.
3: I'm listening. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm all right. Gonna, that was that
2: was the right? best part. So nice. <laughs> sometimes it's not about like teaching like different types of blades and cuts. It's how do I make this relatable to my audience, right? And every kid loves marshmallows. And then when the teacher does it, it's like I do too. Right, Pete, you get it. That was super fun. Adults like so them to, too. To Toma, I would say just have fun with it at three because they're not they're not going to process or digest any of the 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 minute things that you're talking about, but if you like are launching marshmallows into their mouths with a catapult that you built, they will remember that forever right i just I like to make it fun and relatable and age appropriate and that's good that he wants to get his child involved at such a young age because I don't Just say, oh, yeah, I teach kids. No, my kids actually know how to work the tools. At five, my twins were turning on the lathe. They were using the bandsaw. That was my daughter's, like, graduation present, one of the twins. I'm like, you get to use the bandsaw today. And she was, like, super crunk, right? She called herself Tiny Char. So (laughs) she's, like, a tiny, like, woodworker. Um, But I, I definitely practice what I preach in getting my own children involved with tools they got their own drills we fight over the walnut i'm like the scrap wood pile with the plywood that's yours hardwood that's mama's don't touch that one
0: stay away from mommy's stay hardwood. away from get my it. hardwood
2: right <laughs> stay away yeah. from the walnut and the cherry and the maple
0: you mess with the nerd you're gonna get that's hurt right. that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome cool uh, All right. Next question.
1: That's actually oh, so.
0: Mike's, oh, that's part one, isn't it?
1: Well, no, that's part two. So oh. Mike uh, from Lydell's Woodshop, wood Woodshop, Workshop, Woodshop called. He literally had the same exact question, but his kid is an eight year old. Good I'll point. Like, yeah. How, to, I need to, yeah, play yeah, how right. to get your kids uh, into the project. And I'd love to answer that just because I've done a lot of work with kids for for projects as well. I think we should just do a quick round robin here because um, you guys have kids. I just borrowed them. So uh, when I've done projects with the thing is woodworking to people that aren't in woodworking is anything that involves wood. They don't necessarily need to cut stuff or drill stuff or whatever. If they're working with wooden pieces, assembling them or just gluing them together to them, it's woodworking and it's a great way to get them used to the material. And what you can do outside of what people think is just like, oh, screws, saws, danger, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I think a great way to get kids started is kind of like assembly projects or like things you can put together or things you can do with this. Like, hey, put these three pieces together and now you have, you know, you do a catapult or, you know, popsicle stick stuff like that's not so much woodworking, but you're getting them used to the material and assembling and making things. Uh, And when I used to do camp stuff, we would get kids and have them um, essentially it was now I know it was like laser cut stuff that you just assemble together, make a plane or make something else. And it was all slotted and you just add a little glue and it was a great way to get them involved in the process. Uh, And then you can graduate them to like, hey, let's cut out a car or something else. Or then let's make a tray. Let's make something for mommy. Let's make something for daddy. Like get them involved in something that they're invested into to make it fun for them. Uh, Or if they have an idea, engage it. Because if you don't engage it, they're not gonna find interest in it later. That's my tip. Dan, you have a child or two? I have two childs. Wow, two childs.
3: Um yeah, I wanted to expand on what you said. Uh it it really comes down to like when you're dealing with younger kids, it comes down to like the prep work you do to set yourself up to make things fun. Uh you can do all the all the cutting and everything beforehand but like Pete said it's really about the assembly and the experience I feel like so i did i did a lot of prep work so when my son was about 6 and my daughter was let's see quick math 10. more than 6
0: more than 6 older than
3: that uh, excuse me um we made uh some like art pieces some mosaics i was at the time i was kind of like heavily into making mosaics and art pieces so they were i remember those that. days Two and, and, and a half, three years ago. <laughs> yeah, and they wanted to. They wanted to make their own. So I did a lot of prep work. I, I cut a lot of strips. I painted some pieces. I got it all ready, and it basically would just came down to, you know, the assembly. I let them choose whatever pieces they wanted. They put it together, and we had a good time.
1: That's a great. That sounds project awesome, too. Dan.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Michael. Uh, I am terrible at that. I just I I take a bunch of. Basically, I have a a massive pile of offcuts. Like, it's at least eight one hundred gallon garbage cans full God. of offcuts at all times. Like, have more all the time. And then well, we have, do, Pete, I've, and a lot of people that's lose their not homes. Like that's so. What I mean about yeah, we, you can't really, you can't really have a lot of fires out here in California, unfortunately. Yeah, no, we can't do those either. No, I, unfortunately, right now when there's no, we can't burn because there's no rain um, oh, and it's, it's too dry. dry. Yeah, the dry season we're not allowed to burn at all. You can't have a fire pit or anything. So, um, if you even have that, a lighter, they throw you in jail. That's yeah. right the, yeah, yeah, to jail, right to the right to the uh, gulag. Too much friction. No, we uh, straight to jail. <laughs> yeah, straight to jail. Chicken, chicken undercooked, jail. Overcooked. <laughs> believe it or not, I'm Jack. glad I left <laughs> no. California. <laughs> no, we uh, so you know, there's just a ton of them. So Jack will go just grab whatever and just start gluing up random stuff. He'll just, he'll just go to town. So he just kind of gets to do whatever he wants. But I do need to be better about making things that are kind of just ready for him to assemble. That's really good advice. So, um, but I mean, Jack will just come in there. He'll just grab like the tight bond speed set. He knows which bottle it is. He'll grab a bunch of random clamps. And he'll just start gluing stuff. He made this mid-century modern media credenza the other day. And, no, I'm oh, kidding. yeah. I saw that. It was <laughs> no, amazing. No, he, he just, no, no, he, he just <laughs> randomly starts gluing stuff up. And it's, it's great. I love seeing him do that. But I need to have projects ready. In fact, that is a really good idea. And I have the laser. I should just find some files for stuff where I can just slap, some, Dude, cut out some totally. quarter-inch ply, and have things for him to assemble. So that'd be really cool. I need a to do zip
1: tie that, so. boat that then he would hot glue? glue.
0: I know. Mike's, Mike said that they're going to have that file available shortly. So I have the file. Uh, Oh, you do! I
2: have, oh, because
0: Jack Jackman we, stole it. Can huh? you
2: share that with me, Pete? Sure.
0: No, he doesn't have it. <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't no, can. he, he I
0: totally signed can't. An NDA. And he'll never sign. No, share. you, guys, it with you. <laughs> Pete, I also don't. Yeah, I don't that.
2: either. Yep. That's really that's really cool you that you said. It. You know, having stuff pre-cut for them, not like name-dropping or anything. But um, my last Instagram reel.
0: But Barack Obama kind, kind of, of.
2: stopped by my to... shop last week and we
0: made, <laughs> kind of stopped by my shop. Yeah, you know, we just hung no. out a
2: little bit, but the last video that I yeah not the that, that I posted the last <laughs> video that I posted I went to Wisconsin and I made these mobile workbenches with these kids and I had to pre-cut a lot of the pieces on the table saw just to get them. Is that on your yeah, IG? Yeah, I just posted it sure, tonight. Sorry. It is. Oh shoot. Yeah. But anyway, Sorry, the the whole the whole video. I probably follow are you. Are you guys even following me? <laughs> <laughs> of
3: uh, we are. I Think so. Um,
2: anyway, the whole video is on the Woodworkers Guild of America's website. It's a premium mm-hmm. content, so you'll have to be a member of the guild to 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 watch Ooh. it. But okay. but yeah, I mean, I wasn't gonna put these kids on the table saw. So I, welcome to the wood shop. Let me show you how to use the table saw. But. They know how to use the pocket hole jig, and they know how to use a nail gun.
0: So they're just mostly assembly, It's mostly
2: assembly, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah,
0: I mean, you don't want to put a kid – I mean, it's awesome that your kids – I mean, they're your kids, so it's different. You can put your kid on a bandsaw. You trust and know their abilities. But like a random kid you're teaching, you don't want to be like, hey – You know, Timmy, come over here and start slapping some sheets through this saw stop for me. We need it all ripped out of eight inch. I'm gonna go take a lunch break real quick. (laughs) You
2: You got it, right? Well, here you know what? Here, here is here is the place where I think I shine is for the most part, I have had some screw-ups, not with kids, but with adults, being a good judge of character, right? And when I get these kids, I have to be able to quickly identify what I think their level of expertise and comfort is with these power tools before I say, okay, I'm going to put you up on this step stool and you need to be able to use the miter saw. So, I mean, of course I coach them through it, but I need to be able to quickly identify who I think is capable and who I think needs more handholding Im- immediately. Right.
0: Yep. Yeah. you. That's a skill that is, I, was, I think I was just having this conversation two nights ago, like the ability to, determine who needs the curriculum slowed down for them is so important for a teacher and i just don't have that ability <laughs> like it's so important like it's a skill that you've got to have like you've and, be able to and do like
3: it. you said the comfort level i mean <clears throat> i think comfort level is super important yeah yeah
0: for sure cool uh let's jump into wait that was the second audio question so i'm gonna read a couple questions here is yeah. that cool yeah all right everyone's in agreement all right Indeed. the first question is from Kra- Dan you got some easy no I, I, I week, want bud. you to
3: I want you to sing the questions though
2: actually. in a w- white no no no, 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 no. Oh, in your Warren G voice
0: <laughs> oh no I can't do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was that's a white learned. blonde Polly that's <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was a clear black
0: <laughs> okay Pete you want to read this one <laughs> I think you're gonna have to take the uh take the torture no uh, wipe on poly is one of my go-to for general finish for small projects that doesn't require to be food safe. However, it seems like it te- it tends to yellow the wood heavily. I have considered polycrylic as an alternative. Do you have any other film-based finishes that won't overly yellow a lighter wood like me?
2: Rubio Monaco. And then the second
0: question is... Eh, that's mm. not film, though. But mm. just the second question is Char do you find that you are at a disadvantage in a male let's actually start with this question and yeah. then we'll go to the other one. Shar. Do you find that you are at a disadvantage in a male dominated industry? Is this indicative of woodworking slash construction or a general issue that also impacts your work as a content creator? It's deep hard hitting.
2: Gosh, that's a loaded question. Do I feel like I'm at a disadvantage? <laughs> no, I feel like I'm at an advantage. Um I'm assuming everybody can't see me, but I am black. I identify, I know, what? I just found out tonight. I identify as, as, <laughs> I, Thanks, Dan. I know, gosh, I was living the best life until tonight.
0: <laughs> living your best bearded I white guy life. <laughs>
2: I mean, so I, yes, I'm African American. I identify as female, but. I realize that most of the people that do what I do and love what I do happen to be white and male and have beards. No offense, guys. Um,
1: <laughs> Dan's not offended. He doesn't have a, a beard. Little,
2: Wait, come it's on growing now. in. You see my it's, Maker Camp photo. It's growing in. I don't feel like it's a disadvantage. I feel like it's an advantage because we all speak the same language at the end of the day. If we were on a chat or Absolutely. if we were in a forum, I didn't give my name, I didn't show my face, you would have no idea. You wouldn't know, right? But the fact Wait. that we are all visually driven these days by the power of social media, I realized that the way I look pay, plays a very impactful role in what I do. So unfortunately slash fortunately, I have to lean into that. I let my...
0: Play to your Right, friends.
2: play to your strengths.
0: Yeah, leverage, leverage right. everything you so can. So
2: I figure I keep my mouth shut and I just do the work and get people to respect me that way, right? Like I actually know what I'm doing. Do I actually it. know what I'm talking about. Um, and I just let that speak for itself. And people can, I mean, I, I still get it every single day online and in person. I still get harassed every single time I go to the store to buy wood. Um I, I get it, and sometimes it gets frustrating. It gets really, really frustrating.
1: I saw your video. Oh yeah,
2: the guy like, yeah, I just wanted to come over and get a closer look at you. Shoot your shot. I'm man. like, are you kidding me? Like, are you are you seriously kidding me right now? But I am. I'm used to it. I'm not always as nice as I appear to be on camera about it. I've had some people say some very mean and hateful things to me, but. Mm, um, simple. if Instagram were to go away and all social media I would still do this I was doing it before social media I'll do it after social media I'm used to it mm. I had somebody um do something very mean to me once Um, I was teaching a kids class and I was teaching we were making birdhouses and several people were there to volunteer and they were all of one particular demographic. And I walk in with the prototype that I had just thrown together that same morning. And one of the people, they took it and they go, Oh, they look at it and they go, Oh, this isn't square. They proceed to go to the wood shop, dismantle it, and rebuild it. And for two seconds, I was every emotion that you could imagine. And Whoa. I just, des- I decided I that that day, that I would never allow anybody to make me feel the way that I felt that day. And nobody ever has. And I haven't let anybody ever take me there since then because I said, okay, this is who I am. Yes, I am a woodworker. I'm a true woodworker. I love working with wood. I love working with power tools. I love teaching people. And I realized that most of the people that love what I love do not look like me and will not accept me, but I will not let those people deter me from what I am destined to do with my life. And ever since then, when someone says something or does something, I'm like, oh, your problem, not mine.
0: Yeah. I mean, it doesn't affect you. I mean, it's it's a horrible (laughs) thing for them to say, but it doesn't determine their statement or... Thought towards you or whatever their feelings are, it doesn't affect what the actual outcome is and what you actually yeah. are. So I love that mindset. Uh, thanks for it, sharing it, that story. That's it really took good. me,
1: I took all, all of us, I think, way too long to realize that, like, oh, if someone doesn't like you, that's their problem. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Because, yep. yeah, it's, there's it's, a lot of hate. It's valuable out there. for everyone, there's no, especially. Pe-
1: there's no place in a community for hate. Get out of here with that yeah. stuff. Yet, and still, some people do it.
0: Um. Yeah, it's sadly never going to go away. Mm. Never. It's no, just and not.
3: The, the, the more following you grow, the, the I feel like the more you're gonna have to deal with it just because you know the odds are not in your favor.
2: I, yeah, I'm, suck. I'm okay. I am a hundred percent okay with that. God willing, I'm not going anywhere.
1: Right on.
0: Eventually, I'll die. Uh, I assume well, so, but I'll, up until then, I'll fight him as hard as I can. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, that. The other question was about um, film-based finish for to not yellow maple. Um, I'll go real quick. I recommend a water-based lacquer or urethane because the water-based do not have the solvents in them that get them really yellow. They stay really clear. You'll want something like um, uh, the Chem Aqua uh, Sherwin-Williams lacquer is really good. it does have a little bit of ambering into it compared to some. Uh, The one that I've seen that I've used that has... You can barely even tell there's a finish on there is a product called Aquinity by Diamond Vogel. Uh, It is an extremely clear finish. Like, it really... If you get... If you dial... If you get your surface prep done perfectly and you do the proper sanding technique between coats, you, you literally have to, like, hold the piece at an angle to see that there is even film finish on there. It's wild. So, um that those are some ones that i recommend uh crash asked about polyacrylic that is a pretty clear f- dan you use polyacrylic quite quite a bit right or I do you not anymore well. yeah i, I mean don't it's anymore, a, hardly. Yeah. it's a, but it's a pretty clear it is a pretty clear option yeah. and it's a urethane so those are good water polyacrylic
3: is the minwax version of water based polyurethane yeah yes
0: correct that is correct that yeah. so. used
3: to be my answer my, go-to for my answer functions. is going to be very similar to yours just If you want to stay away from yellowing finishes, you want to stick with water-based finishes. Water-based film finishes.
1: Indeed. Yeah, I agree. The polyacrylic was my go-to for a while, too, uh, because it also has a pretty good shelf life. If you just get the small can, it will last you a good amount of time.
3: I was always a big fan of the Varathane water-based. Yeah, whatever
0: theirs is called. I feel like they're very similar, but I they not much anymore.
1: Um, um, most recently, I, I used a, a, the Total Boat Halcyon, and I really liked it.
0: It went on. Does really Amber nice. a lot though.
1: The, it they actually it. have was,
3: a clear and an amber. That,
1: yeah, so the clear. Was You're right. Great. I forgot. That's about what that. we used because yep. Emma's not a fan of like yellow looking polyurethane wood. Um it's on our ash coffee table and she doesn't like it. I'm gonna refinish it at some point. So when we did her desk, she was not about that. She wanted as as light a wood as possible. She wanted that color. Uh so we hit it with the halcyon golden. No, no issue. Nope. Actually not golden. Clear. Not clear. clear. <laughs> Sorry. Right. It was like golden isn't like great, but like you know, it's very clear, did not yellow. It just looked like you sprayed it with water. And so water based finishes is where it's at. Yeah. Try I agree. You'll be happy.
0: Cool. Uh, this next question is from Josh Scott. Uh, he has a question for Char and it goes like this. What is your next big goal you would like to accomplish? Very straightforward. Very interested to hear.
2: I would like to open up a woodworking school in Georgia. I have searched for a local school here so that I can grow my own set of skills, but there is not one in the state of Georgia. They're in Tennessee. They're in North Carolina, but there are none here. So My goal is to start that at our makerspace, Decatur Makers, and grow the program from there. I'm pretty sure it will be big once we get it off the ground. So I want to be able to to teach people um, the things that I never had the opportunity to learn or the time to learn or know where to go or to see someone else who can relate to them at the level at which they're at. That's my goal.
0: I have the same goal, but I won't teach there. I want to have a teaching space in my building that I build. I've wanted this for a long time. There's none of that here. There's no There's no places people can go. I'd like to have a place that where I'll facilitate having people be able to come out and teach classes. So when that happens, Char, you got to come out and teach a class. That'd be awesome. Uh, but I want it to be like planned out where – People can plan. It's like a four-day course or a five day course and then they can come out and teach like a specific class, something like that. I think that'd be really cool out here. Cause yep. there's just none of that. And the trades need to be taught. They need to be taught. Yes, and we can't be. let the trades fall That is aside.
2: my jam. I will so. I will be there with Bales. Shop yep. class
1: Yeah, shop class Beautiful. died in a lot of schools. And that's a mm-hmm. that's a crying shame.
0: It's not out here. It's none of that. There's and you can go to like you can go to like um Woodcraft. And you can take some of their classes, which are fine. They have their place for sure. They're like mostly like weekend warrior type classes, which are important for sure. But I'd like to have intensive classes out here where you come out for multiple days. You learn how to build a piece of furniture. Um, uh, not that there's – not that that's more important than any other thing anyone needs to learn. I just think there needs to be places where people can learn what they need to learn or want yeah. to learn. It's very important. Yeah. So that's just really admirable skills. that you're going to do that, shark There's yeah. too many
1: people that don't know how to use power tools at all, like a drill, hammer, mm-hmm. nothing. Like the little girl that you helped. She never held one. She was super excited. Yeah. And most people don't have that opportunity.
2: I I agree with you. I enjoy those intensive experiences.
0: What do you you think the timeline is on that?
2: Probably three to five years. Yep.
0: Yeah. So two
1: years tops. Yeah.
2: Got it. Watch.
1: Two years upon it now.
2: Great all right, nice thanks, Pete. I, I appreciate your, your belief years. in me. Tops. No pressure, Char. I'm just shark. saying, guys. Come on. I'm, you know, trying to, <laughs> trying to get on TV here. Plans like
1: that <laughs> tend to acquire a momentum of their own once you put it out there. And the community is going to run. Oh, yeah. You're going to, I mean, for all you know, after this podcast, if anyone's in the area and you think there's a location that she should be looking
0: at,
2: we yeah, I
0: Decatur Makers.
2: But the, the only thing the only thing that's that's halting the, the process right now is me, is putting all the pieces into play. I have the space, we have the people, we have the tools. It's just a matter of me saying, Okay, this is what we're doing. There's plenty of people here who I can call on to teach. But I have so many irons in the that's fire awesome. right now, I don't want to overwhelm mm. myself with with everything, don't do and that. I know it gets yeah. really difficult. I'll my plate is full can. and my cup yeah, runneth yeah. over.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of runneth over, this episode's gone very long, which is great. Um, I think we will uh, wrap this one up. Shar, thank you so much for coming on the show. <laughs> You're great. We're so really awesome glad that we got to hang out with you in Austin, and uh, you know, keep hanging out with you down the road at all the other events we all get to go to. Um, we. What else is there? I guess like I said, next week I won't be here. Um mm-hmm. we thank our patrons. You guys are great. Pete, what you got?
1: Uh nothing. Uh I was gonna oh. do the giveaway thing, but like we announced that in a pre-show. Do we wanna Did we announce is, it in the we show? We can say it in the show. So I guess yeah. Look, so we are Pete, we're Dan, gonna d- well, Dan, we, your thing. Go.
3: We uh we're giving away an extra walnut tray that Adam from Barnett builds made us. He made four trays. We each have one. We're gonna give away one. Uh, if you're watching the video, you can see it right now. Pete's showing it off. Uh, we announced the giveaway in the pre show this episode, and we're going to be giving it away and announcing it next pre show, episode 130, the pre show for that one. So Buck be sure to join us on YouTube, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific.
1: And please go sub on YouTube if you are not yet. We yes, please are subscribe so to the YouTube channel. close to 1,000 subs. <laughs> It's ridiculous. And that's going to be such a huge milestone for us. This has we been may, a huge failing point for us, We may do a us, big guys.
3: giveaway if we <laughs> hit a thousand YouTube subscribers. I just threw that out there. I...
0: I haven't even run this by. I my can't opinion. wait to see what Dan buys <laughs> you. <laughs> it's going to be dope. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, go sub to the YouTube channel. Go check out Shar on Instagram, and where else you want to them, them to check you out, Shar? Oh, Instagram you can
2: also check me out on YouTube. I am the Wooden Maven on mm-hmm. YouTube, and I mean, if you Google me, you'll see a bunch of the shows that I've been on. So check me out.
0: Yep, she's all over the all over the tubes. The Wooden Maven. yeah that's Shar. Check Go out. check her out. And don't miss, don't mess it up. Don't do Wood Maven. It's wooden Maven because I've done wooden. it twice Don't today, do like Wood and
1: Maven. <laughs> wooden Maven. <laughs>
0: no. Go check her out. Pete will have all the links for her down in the yep. description below. And uh, we thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, we have a fun surprise guest next week. And uh, we'll be back as a crew in two weeks. So we'll you. talk to you soon. Bye now. Bye. bye, 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 bye. bye. Love you long time.